National media always likes to discuss how Alabama's run of championships is over. But after what took place on Monday night, is it fair to say, is it fair to start the conversation on Clemson's talk of a potential dynasty done as well? Something to think about, and we dive into it. We dissect it to tidy up loose ends on what is the hottest form of Alabama football news, notes, and information that being in my own words, the podcast with yours truly, your man, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. As always, go ahead, folks, and drop that like, that thumbs up on the show, and subscribe. That tells us at TDA got to continue pumping you the best of coverage on your Crimson Tide. Along with that, be sure to show our friends at WhitwillSports.com much support, that being Title Towel, the rally towel with benefits for the avid Alabama sports fan. It's only $9.99, but it lasts a lifetime. So if you have pride in your school, you have purpose for Nick Saban and the Crimson Tide, be sure to go to none other than W-H-I-T-W-I-L-S-P-O-R-T-S. WhitwillSports.com and get you a couple of those towels. Wave them, twirl them, put them things in the air like you just don't care in support of Nick Saban and this program. Providing you an update here on Alabama players in the National Football League. A huge kudos in order for Josh Jacobs, the former three-star and Oklahoma native who was selected at the 24th overall pick of the first round 2019 NFL draft to the Oakland Raiders, a young man of whom had a monster rookie season. And according to Pro Football Writers Association of America, Jacobs awarded with Offensive Rookie of the Year, a young man of whom totaled 1,150 yards rushing in the 2019 season on 242 carries with seven touchdowns. He totaled five 100-yard games. He made the silver and black exciting. It was highly entertaining watching the Raiders this past year. And it was because of Josh Jacobs, this young man has a very, very bright future and will look to get the Raiders into the postseason at some point as he continues to grow. So congrats to Josh Jacobs. Also, when you look at the National Football League playoffs still in full swing, this weekend we have the conference championship games, the AFC title game, the NFC title showdown. Five players representing the University of Alabama for the Titans, Derrick Henry at running back, Rashawn Evans at linebacker for the Kansas City Chiefs, Reggie Raglan at linebacker, Garrick Dieter at wide receiver, though he's on the practice squad. And for the Green Bay Packers, we have J.K. Scott at punter. So best of wishes to those five individuals for the Crimson Tide in the National Football League playoffs. Well, as we look at the college football playoff national championship on Monday night, inside Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans, Louisiana. Heavyweight prize fight for about the first three quarters until LSU pulled away, but national order was established. Order was established. The equilibrium is back normal in college football, and I mentioned this in a prior show about how 
the lesser of two evils, in my opinion, would have been LSU. Because if Clemson were to have win, was to have win this matchup with Dabo Sweeney, now the, the days to come, especially as we enter the offseason, national media would be bombarding us with Clemson is the team. Clemson is the not the marquee program. Clemson is the elite school in college football, and Dabo Sweeney would be the elite coach, the marquee coach, the head honcho, the creme de la creme, due to how Alabama and Clemson both five appearances in the college football playoff. Both schools would have gotten to the title game four times. The only difference would be Clemson three championships, Alabama with two. But seeing how LSU won the championship on Monday night, giving the Southeastern Conference its first title to start this decade, uh, the Clemson talk has died down and uh, everything is kind of back in motion, back in order. When you look at the matchup, LSU getting the 42-25 to 25 win. Joe Burrow, he was sharp. 31 of 49 passes completed, 463 yards, five touchdowns passing, one rushing, six total. The guys around him played exceptionally well, especially after the adjustments were, were made in the uh, second half. Well, the latter part of the first half going into the second half by Coach Ed Ogeron, Steve Insminger, his offensive coordinator, Joe Brady, and the rest of the crew, LSU getting the big win. But the big question for the Tigers of LSU, can it sustain this, right? Because after, with this season being over, you lose Joe Burrow to uh, the NFL draft. You lose Justin Jefferson to the league. There is big potential for you also to lose Clyde edwards Elair at running back, who is a junior. Thaddeus Moss at tight end, son of NFL great Randy Moss, who was also a junior. So if LSU were to lose all four guys, Burrow, Elair, Malls and Justin Jefferson, you're looking at your top four go-getters on the offensive side of the football. Yes, it returns Jamar Chase and Terrace Marshall, but the top four go-getters would be gone. And I haven't even dove into the defensive side of the ball of whom LSU can lose to the next level, coached by Dave Aranda. So, big question for the Tigers. It got its national title. It caught lightning in a bottle. It, start, it starts things off well for the Southeastern Conference, but can Edo sustain this? And the reason why I bring the question up is, when you look at Nick Saban in Alabama, aside from the last two seasons, Nick Saban has proven his versatility. Though the coaching turnover hurts, though losing so many juniors to the NFL draft each and every year, though it hurts, Nick Saban has proven he can get the job done He can sustain success with new talent on the roster every year and new talent in terms of coaches every year. When you look at the quarterback position in particular, Coach Saban started this off with Greg McElroy in the 2009 season, and then he does it with A.J. McCarron in 2011 and in 2012. Then he goes to Jacob Coker in 2015. And then 2017, you have the combination of Jalen Hurts and Tua Tonga Vailoa. And then in terms of the coaching staff, 
It starts with Jim McElwain offensively, and then he's won with Doug Nussmeyer and Lane Kiffin. On defense, Alabama was able to get it done with Kirby Smart and Jeremy Pruitt. So Nick Saban has shown time and time again, proof in the pudding, it doesn't matter what you give me in terms of talent with players or talent with coaches, I can get this thing done. I can sustain success. Nick Saban has proven that tremendously. The question for Ed O, the question for Steve Ensminger, for Dave Aranda, for Joe Brady, if Joe Brady stays on here, can LSU sustain this type of success moving forward? And especially after the F-bombs that Coach O dropped inside Bryant-Denny Stadium following the 46-41 win got over Alabama. Keep in mind, Dylan Moses, Christian Harris, Christopher Allen, all three linebackers, hail from the state of Louisiana. They're all Baton Rouge guys. They remember this, and they will be ready for this matchup in 2020 as Alabama will take to Tiger Stadium to face those Tigers. So can LSU sustain this type of success remains to be seen. But speaking of being passionate, supportive Crimson Tide fans, one wanting to know the utmost about your program, you got to get your hands on a subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine. TouchdownAlabama.com. Got to get that subscription, and here's why. And jumping back into the conversation of the national championship, how LSU was able to restore the order, but can the Tigers of the Southeastern Conference sustain this success? I want to jump into this right here. With Joe Burrow gone, the Tigers do not know what it will have at quarterback for next season. You bring back Miles Brennan, unless they've recruited somebody great. You bring back Miles Brennan. No one really knows who or what Miles Brennan can do, what Miles Brennan is, what Brennan can give. Just seeing how they spent the entire 2019 season campaigning for Joe Burrow for Heisman. It almost goes back to the 2010 Auburn Tigers that caught lightning in a bottle with Gene Chizik as head coach. You bring in Cam Newton, who was dropped to you from outer space. Everything aligned in the cosmos, and it was Auburn, the team of destiny. You couldn't really stop them. The same thing happened this past season with LSU. Everything aligned perfectly. You get the quarterback. You get the passing game coordinator. People put egos to the side, and LSU becomes the team of destiny. Now, we don't know what they will be with Miles Brennan. And there are a lot of programs out there in college football that they don't know what they are at the quarterback position, which is the reason why, for all intents and purposes, Alabama fans, you need to get behind Mac Jones and be thankful that this kid is here, that this young man is here, because you know what you have in Mac Jones. He's coming into his redshirt junior year, his fourth year in the program, his fourth year in the system. He is like a coach on the field, knows his offense backwards, forwards, sideways, diagonally, like the back of his hand. He knows this thing. And uh, he is a step above a game manager. You saw in 2019, 
Even when Tua went down, Alabama did not do anything different with the offense. Steve Sarkeesian said, hey, we got Mac Jones. We trust Mac Jones. We're going to put this offense in his hands, and he's going to be able to run it. And by God, he did it. 1,503 passing yards, 14 touchdowns to three picks. Now, I understand everybody is excited for Bryce Young. I am too. Everybody wants to see what Talia Tungabailoa can do outside of his brother's shadow. I'm excited for that also. But let's not make a hasty move to just kick Mac Jones to the curb like a prom night dumpster baby. He is not a prom night, a prom night dumpster baby. This young man can ball, and let's be excited about what we what Alabama has in him due to now a lot of programs know what they have at the quarterback position. And the words of Jonathan Allen, <laughs> Alabama knows exactly what it has at the quarterback position. But along with that, folks, spring ball will be interesting. Spring ball will be fun. Along with the quarterback race, Will Najee Harris officially make the move to come back? I mean, he can 100% do what he did in the recruiting process, not tell tell anybody where he's going to go. He ends up hopping on a plane and he lands in Alabama in 2017. He could very well just show up at spring ball to to start this year. And, hey, it goes from there. So, Najee Harris will be interesting. The defensive side of the football, what will Alabama's secondary look like with Trayvon Diggs, Xavier McKinney, Shaheem Carter, Jarrett Maiden all pursuing the NFL? What will the front line look like? You bring back a LeBron Ray, a Christian Barmore, a Byron Young, a Justin Aboigby. What will the other pieces look like? Also, DJ Dale. It's exciting that Dylan Moses and Joshua McMillan will be able to anchor the defense, but what will Alabama look like in terms of 2020? That is definitely something to dive into. Want to also give a shout out to another one of our great sponsors, that being Utero Hibachi. If you're looking for absolutely delicious sushi, hibachi, and takeout, let our friends at Utero Hibachi treat you accordingly. They are conveniently located inside the University Mall Food Court in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Delivery for them can be found on Crimson To Go and on a waiter. When you walk in, just tell the good folks there that the guys at Touchdown Alabama Magazine sent you. They will have you right. Once again, that's our good people at Utero Hibachi. But I've been told that when you look at Alabama in terms of the coaching staff, After February 5th, National Signing Day, there will be at least two moves being made in terms of the defensive coaching staff, so that will be exciting to see. Throughout the offseason, stay tuned to Touchdown Alabama Magazine, yours truly, along with the rest of the crew here, including our own Justin Smith, the lead scouting and recruiting analyst for TDA. We will be pumping out content back and forth all spring, all summer long about Crimson Tide football. So get acquainted with Touchdown Alabama Magazine as we will be keeping you informed throughout the process. Well, LSU put national order back in place. The Clemson Dynasty talk should die down, is dying down. Nick Saban looked very uncomfortable on the ESPN set, though he enjoyed providing that analysis, and he was great in providing that analysis. We know Nick Saban 
despite his awesome suit game on the set, he's a football coach, and he's ready to get this team prepared to get back to the mountaintop and show Crimson Tide football not done and show to you, the Tide fan, he is still delivering you a product that you can be, will be proud of as he looks to get national championship number seven overall, number six at Alabama, and number 18 for the program in its history. Nick Saban taking a moment there to be on the ESPN set, but more so ready for spring ball to start back up where Crimson Tide football is concerned. Well, that's going to do it here for this edition of shows in my own words, the podcast, yours truly, Stephen M. Smith. As always, though, got to give one final shout out to stsfootwear.com delivering us the Roll Tide limited edition shoe. Check out the artwork, the detailing on these puppies right here. You want to be the ultimate Alabama fan. You don't want to be just talking smoke. You want to be the real deal. Find yourself in these puppies and these bad boys right here. The Road Tide Shoe from our guys at STSFootwear.com. If you use the code TDALABAMA, you earn $15 off that next purchase. Can't beat that with the stick whatsoever. Go right now to STSFootwear.com. You'd be very glad you did. You also download the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app for your iPhone if you're rocking Team Apple. Google Play Store if you've got the Android phone. Check out the podcast options there at the bottom of the screen. Well, folks, when we get back to start next week's edition of shows, we will dive into how the defense will look, especially the secondary, in terms of 2020. For all of us here at TDA The Brand, I'm your man, Stephen M. Smith. Till next time, you've been listening to In My Own Words.